live in three, two, <coughs> one. Hello and welcome everyone to the No Outlet Podcast, episode number two of Three and Out. I'm very excited to have our co-host, Ugly Child, back on the show. Everyone's excited. You should see them. They're cheering. They've got flags. Um, and before we even get started, I want to just say a disclaimer. So um, the intent of this show is not to hurt anybody's feelings. The, the intent of this show is not to make anybody feel persecuted or singled out. But if that happens to occur uh, right up front, I'm sorry. Um, and it's just a joke. And everything's going to be fine. Just keep breathing in and out. We're Americans. We're, we're in a good, safe part of the country. Everything is cool. Right, ugly child? That's true. So today I'm trying something different. Okay. I'm not, not going on speakerphone. I felt like that was a little bit distorted. I appreciate And that. I feel like I've got an exceptionally high level of dulcet tones that come from my vocal cords. Yes. And I, I feel like those are getting lost in the, in the shuffle. And uh, I didn't like that at all. And if I am going to go on to my second career, which is voice work. That's right. Um, and, you know, maybe announcing sports, uh, whatever it may be, I need to make sure that I'm crystal clear. And so that's what I'm doing today. No speaker. I'd like to follow up on your point, um, which is my first point of the day, actually. And I'm just going to jump right in. Okay, good. So we're certainly not trying to hurt anybody's feelings with this stuff. Nope. But every, you know, good comment, it's got a little bit of truth in it. So, you know, I feel that the funniest and most long lasting, uh, whether it's uh, a comment or a dig that was done in our league by way of PowerPoint presentations or, or word documents, or whether it's in the, the mode of a podcast, it's just got a little bit of just enough truth in there so that you can be like, <laughs> just kidding. But we all know you weren't really kidding. That's my first point. You know what? That's a much better disclaimer than I came up with, and I really appreciate that, and I think it's uh, it's spot on. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm glad you're not on speakerphone. We did get some complaints. I've got to say we were get we were getting flooded with emails about the the sound quality last time. So I'm glad we cleaned that up. And yeah, and I had people outside my house. They had uh, carrying banners, megaphones. Right. You know, let Steve speak. It was, it was mayhem. <laughs> So, but let's talk about your point for a second, because I think it's, it's super valid. And I think that, um, think back about the 20 years, think about, I mean, look, nobody, nobody nope. is off limits. You've been called a number of names. Uh, like you said, PowerPoints were documents. I mean, if we went back and took a look at every single image that was attached to you or I, you know, it's like, I think I was Danny DeVito the last time, like <clears throat> I get it. I'm short. I don't have much hair left. It, it, it's, it's, that's, what's going to come. And everybody gets their fair shake. And I think, honestly, if we're really going to get to the core of this issue, that's what makes the league good. You said it the last time out that you can have all these different, you know, things said and maybe un, uh, not so great, not complimentary things said. But ultimately, that's the fun. If we can't do – I was in a league last year with somebody else who's in our league, and I'm not doing it this year because it was – there was nothing. There was no banter. There was zero bullshit being thrown around, zero insults. And to be quite frank, it fucking sucked. It sucked. Yeah, boring. So boring. boring. And, you know, it is all about that walking that fine line of um, keeping it in the trust tree. You know, we talked about the That's fantasy right. football world being a, a place where grown men can regress back to middle school age and throw insults. But That's not right. stepping over, but God, you know, 
you step in pretty close. Right, tippy-toe up to that line, and then you back away from it. That's yes, funny. I have been legitimately insulted before. And <laughs> it was, you know, I just had to eat it. Because number one, it was in the fantasy football trust tree, so I had to pretend like it wasn't real. And then number two, there was enough truth in it where I just had to sort of evaluate myself. <laughs> right. Well, there you go, so, right? Shit. So Why am I giving him that ammunition? Totally. Hey, yeah. do you remember, you're, you're a guy who likes to be on the water. You're, you're out there on the water. Um, mm-hmm. Do you remember the gentleman who was off the coast of Cape Cod, okay, and he mm-hmm. was he was hand-picking lobsters out of uh, the water 60 feet down, and he mm-hmm. ended up getting swallowed by a whale? Do you remember that? Yeah, I'm not buying it, but yeah. Oh, you I don't believe it happened? Mm-mm. Well, no. let me let me tell you something that might even solidify your opinion even more. So, uh, allegedly, this guy, right? Supposedly, mm-hmm. he's also survived a plane crash in Costa Rica. Okay, mm-hmm. and he came within again, allegedly, twenty four hours of dying. Survived two different encounters with great white sharks on two different occasions, and then he was lost at sea with no motor, no anything, and he was somehow miraculously found. I think the when you take a look at this dude and you think about the odds of all those things happening, surviving, getting eaten by a whale, surviving a plane crash, surviving Great Whites twice, being lost at sea and being found, the odds are a quadrillion to one. There's no way that this one dude has gone through all of that shit and lived. And I'm so glad that you, the very first thing you said was, I don't buy it because I don't buy it either. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. You know, he reminds me of like the anti Forrest Gump. You know, Forrest Gump just stumbled into all these awesome things. This guy just somehow stumbles into these treacherous situations. He's going to take some personal responsibility. Like maybe after the first, uh, you know, great white interaction, you you don't swim so much where great whites are and stay away from whales. But I think at the end of the day, Forrest Gump was a movie because it was fiction. And I think this guy's full of shit. I agree. And, and there's a reason why I brought him up. So let's just, we both agree he's full of shit, but let's just say for a moment, let's suspend our disbelief and let's just say, okay, this guy is legit. This guy actually did survive all those things, right? Mm-hmm. If that's true, then he should immediately start playing fantasy football. And the reason why I say that is that luck is without question, at least 50% of this, if not more. And I'm going to give you one example We've got an owner in our league, and it's early on. It's early days, two weeks in. But talk about bad luck. Tons of Brown has got some really bad luck. He put up big points. I think he's got the second most points scored in the league, and he's 0-2. Now, if that bad luck continues and he starts racking up losses and he's down to you know, six, seven losses, it's going to be hard for him to get into a playoff position. It's going to be tough for him to make anything out of a season, but not because he has a bad team. So if – if, in fact, this guy has really survived all those things, he'd be the luckiest player and therefore instantly have a chance to get into the playoffs. What do you think about that? No, I totally agree with you. And getting back to that specific player, he we talked last week about uh, terrible losses. Mm-hmm. And um, he ate another one this week where I had basically said publicly that he was already a winner, taking a look at things. Yep. And uh, I think everyone thought he was a winner. And then out of nowhere, out the off the, uh, the top rung in the, the wrestling ring uh, came Aaron Jones and took him down out of nowhere. It was just, it was brutal. Yeah, it's tough to see. Um, and I think the, you, the quote I just wrote down when you were describing that was he ate another one. And I yeah. think that 
you know, that's pretty apt. And it's not a hickory sausage that we're talking about. Um, we're definitely not from the side. Definitely no. not from the side anyway. No, it, it, um, some people prefer it from the front. You know, I don't know why, but some people yeah, do. And, but, yeah, no, getting back to the liar down in Cape Cod. Yep. Um, he, yeah, if he had that luck. I mean, he first off, he should go out and buy a, a Powerball ticket. Totally. Um, Get out there. You know, instead of playing fantasy football, but. I think that we're going to see, yes. we're going to see in the next uh, couple of years that um, that guy's a fucking liar. And um, I don't know how it's going to come out, but, and also we'll probably figure out that he is some type of character. It'd be great if he was just like spitting this yarn and he's like, you know what? Every three years, I'm just going to come out with something. See if I can get away with it. I got struck by lightning and I'm alive. Yep. Well, it's going to be the next one. Lightning. That's very, very possible. You know, I mean, so they were saying that the, the odds of surviving a plane crash were like one in or, or, or dying from a plane crash was like one in five million. I forget what the fuck they said. Basically, what they're saying it was what what happened to this guy was off the charts, and I'm not going to fuck the numbers up. So, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, where do they get the historical data on getting swallowed by a whale? <laughs> right, right. Of the one time that it's been recorded, he survived. So he I think survived. it's more like 100. Like yeah. Odd. All um, right, moving on. Yes, moving on. Hey, uh, you like coffee, right? I love coffee. I love coffee too. Um, so just as a point of reference, are you a Dunks guy? Are you a Starbucks guy? Are you a local coffee guy? Uh, more of a local coffee guy, yeah. but honestly, there's very little coffee I don't like. Okay. And, uh, with that said, my son is a, works at a coffee shop now. Um, well, so convenient. yeah, it definitely helps. Perfect. Yeah, so so anyway. let's, let's talk about Dunkin' Donuts specifically, because there's something okay. that I'm seeing and it just, it makes no sense to me. And that is when you drive by a Dunkin' Donuts, have you noticed these knuckleheads that – so there's always a drive in drive through line, always a line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like I get it. If there's two or three, four cars, you get in line, you wait. But now there's this new trend where it's wrapped around the fucking thing. It goes out onto the road and it's on the breakdown lane. So you've got like <clears throat> 26, 27 cars waiting to get in the Dunkin' Donuts. And I think about those people that are towards the end of that line. I think to myself, okay, are they, is the motivation I can kill some time? Is the motivation I have to get my Dunkin' Donuts coffee? <clears throat> is the motivation, you know, it's like this is what everybody's doing and this is how I get my coffee. I got to do it. And again, if those people were playing fantasy football, our league, if they were in our league, it'd be a lot easier because clearly those people have a mental deficiency because to wait in line for any coffee – but specifically to wait in line for Dunkin' Donuts coffee on the side of a road in a breakdown lane with 15 people in front of you is a, is an absolute sign that you've got an intelligent quotient deficiency. There's no question. I'll add to that. Um, there are, you know, with COVID, things are weird, but there's still a number of them. Yeah. And I'm thinking of one in Bedford, New Hampshire, in particular, that's on my way or on the way to my son's lacrosse stuff. Mm-hmm where the line is just as you stated, but then I can just pull up in front and walk in. Well, well exactly. Get out of the fucking car, right? That's it. Two minutes. I'm in and out. And the, <laughs> the line hasn't even fucking moved. So, yes, I wish they all played fantasy football with us. And also, I think if you were to factor that into, like, you know, being comfortable waiting for waiver wire stuff and, and yes. just, you know, the level of sort of uh, nimbleness that you need to have and proactivity to – get the players that you need, it, it wouldn't bode well for them. Quick side question. When do we see the first legitimate, completed trade happen in our league? I offered one today. I think it was fair. We'll see what happens. 
Oh, okay. I like yep. that. I like that. Um, I, I hope, I hope to, I, I have one in mind and I'm waiting for another week. Hopefully if there's, if there's one more outcome, it should, it should make things easier, but we'll, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, yep. Okay. Yep. Bad names, bad fantasy football names. Mm-hmm. Um, as good as our league is and as good as our owners have been historically, you know, uh, people pay attention. They nimble, all that stuff you said. We've had some clunkers um, for names. And, and, and by the way, I've had a shitty name myself. But I think that there are some names that are so bad that they should be called out and there needs to be some kind of like point deduction or, again, some kind of, I don't know, miming like you did or some, some kind of punitive action. And I'm going to name one, and, okay. and I bet you can top it. So DeFellas. Um, that, oh, good God. That, good might, God. that might be, I mean, tell me if you've heard a worse one, but that might be the worst fantasy football name that I've ever seen or been a part of. It was almost like uh, Sharknado. It was so bad. It was good. So like if he was doing it as a parody of himself and being like, I'm going to say the fellas, cause that's going to make me one of the guys and look at me. I'm one of the guys, I'm one of the fellas and, and I'm making fun of that. That would be okay. an okay name if it was ironic, but it wasn't. You're being generous. It wasn't. A, it, he wasn't making fun of himself, and he's out of the league now. That's and right. uh, so, you know, we can pile on here, but that was without question. I don't even know where to start with that. I, I mean, don't even know where to start. One? Like tons of brown is pretty well, bad. It was. It was, but that's gone. And you know, I think that uh, at least there's a backstory to tons of brown. You know. And, uh, no, no pun intended. There's a backstory. There is, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you want with, uh, you know, these names that there's a little bit of a backstory to them. So the fellows had nothing. If you're looking at criteria for good names, right? Cleverness, um, or something that uh, refers to, to pop culture. That's, that's funny that we all know, or yeah, backstory that we all know, uh, that came from, uh, you know, a, a collective, sort of uh, experience. Yep. For instance, Tons of Brown was a story about a guy <laughs> that likes uh, baby wipes on his toilet. And, uh, you know, he said that you wipe regular and then you throw it away. And then afterwards, when you think you're clean, uh, you use the baby wipe. And let me tell you, after you use the baby wipe, you're going to see tons of brown. Tons and of brown. so it's, it's, you know, so much better than DeFellis uh, times a million. Okay, that's um, interesting. But here's the here, so a lot of times too, it comes from names. Like I had a, I had a team named Ron Mexico because that was Michael Vick's alter ego when he went out to pick up chicks and yeah, give them herpes. That's right. And he was my starting quarterback. So you know, it, anyway, the fellas didn't cover any of that. It had zero for you know zero for ten or whatever. And, and by the way, yeah. just one more note on tons of brown. It wasn't just that he liked to have them on his toilet. He liked to have them. He'd carry them around in a in a little plastic bag, and so if he was at a restaurant, he could always do it. But that's beside the point. So I'm going to name some good names on the on the flip side. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's oh, true. Oh, are you sure? I, about I, that? I think you know. I, I always thought it was just uh, yeah, a little extra cleanup on. Okay, fair enough. Aisle aisle <laughs> asshole sitting on the back of the toilet, which is fair. I mean, aisle one, America. Aisle number you can two. Do whatever actually. you want. Um, yeah, it is. It is aisle number two. So. Great names. I'm going to go the opposite way and say we've got some names in our league, and I love the names that have never changed. I love Fart Hammer. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the greatest names out there. Classic. Love, it's a classic. And and, and 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 the fact that of all of the porn sites that have ever 
been created. It's the one that failed because it was just too gross. Um, is is awesome. Hair Bear Bunch, I love that. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Never change it. Bun Gun, never change it. Your, I think yours yep. has always been, except for the Ron Mexico phase. It's pretty much always been the Guns. Um, it has, and and that actually that name, give credit where credits due, came from Fart Hammer. Oh. And I was Ron, I was the Ron Mexicans was the name of my team. Yep. And uh, he said it offhandedly. So there's these places that I like to drive boats. We were talking about the water earlier. And um, there's a place called the South Bristol Gut. And um, that is uh, a piece of water that cuts through between an island and a mainland. And it's really pretty and it's a nice place to go. And mm-hmm. Fart Hammer had been up in that neck of the woods with another former owner. And um, he just, and at that time, I had had a fascination with uh, if I lost, I would send out uh, pictures of, um, you know, FUPA, fat upper pussy area pictures uh, to punish everybody. And then we figured out they were actually called Gunt. And so then I, you know, whatever, the word Gunt was really funny. And then all of a sudden he said it out of the blue one time. I was like, yeah, yeah, I just, I just took a boat to the, the South Bristol Gunt. It was awesome. And I was like, that's, that's my name because that's my, that's what it's got to be. It's just, it was an epiphany. It was like a light bulb went off and, um, so anyway, he, he named that for me. So credit works due. Absolutely. Yep. And, you know, I, I love the fact you're like, you used to use it as punishment. And those those pictures were so disturbing. And yet I actually, mm-hmm. in a sick way, I kind of miss getting those, you know, up. Oh, you guys, I lost. So now this is what happens. You know what happens. Here it comes. And it was a torrent. Yep. It was just a torrent of the worst imaginable body images that have probably ever walked this earth in the homo sapien form. It was just awful. Yeah. I think where I jumped the shark with it is when I started going male, like I started sending out pictures of Charlie Weiss, um, Bill Parcells circa 87, 88. Um, But at the end of the day, I am pretty sure that I single-handedly drove like three or four different people out of the league a couple of different times (laughs) because I posted too much and my pictures were too gross. And uh, so you know, we're going to go ahead and tone that down. I don't need to run anybody else out of town. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you have another um, topic for discussion? I do. Okay. I'll go one more, one more. Let's do it. And this happened to me last year, not this year. Okay. But it was a Monday night and I might've put a friendly wager on a football game. All right. And if it was a, a game winning drive end of the fourth quarter, I honestly can't remember what happened, but I remember this, weird conundrum if the quarterback threw a touchdown okay i won the fantasy game if the team didn't score then i won the under i bet the over under Uh, does that make sense it does make perfect sense yep and i remember it was close enough to the playoffs where i was rooting for the fantasy wow however what is the number What's the Mason-Dixon line of betting? There's so many different ways to bet, and there's so many different ways to make football interesting and games on Thursdays that you normally wouldn't have given a shit about. Mm. But what is the, the Mason-Dixon line financially if you're going to lose that bet to, to win fantasy? Is it, is it $25 wow. where you're okay losing 25 to win the fantasy game? Is it more? Is it less? I don't know. So that's, I'm just throwing it out there. It's a but. great question because if you think about it, yeah, it's a, it's a question about, okay, what's the financial number, but there really has to be more to it than that because you're giving something up to win a fantasy football game, which gets you closer to the playoffs and uh, eventually and eventually a bigger prize. A bigger prize. Is there a weird echo? Do you, hear that? echo? do you hear that? 
I do not. Okay, must just be in my headphones. Um, but then the other thing is, you know, it's also pride, right? Because if you lose a bet on DraftKings, <clears throat> you lose a bet on DraftKings. If you lose a game in fantasy, it's a whole different, you know, ball of wax. So I think to answer your question, if I had to pick a number that I'd be willing to lose in a DraftKings bet to win a fantasy game, and let's just say week three, because we're in week three now, right? So let's just use that sure. as an example. I would say it's it's 50 bucks, sure, at least. And, and honestly, when it came right down to it, probably more. And and then the further along you get where it matters more where you end up, do you get a buy, do you not get a buy, that number goes up, you know, on an almost direct correlation to as the season goes on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, depending on the importance of the, the fantasy game. Anyway, I was just thinking about that, and I'm, I'm going to actually try to, you know, for other weeks, come up with other weird scenarios that you get into with gambling um, that factor in with fantasy and then your own loyalties yes. to your own team. Yes. You know, there's gotta be some weird shit out there. Well, that's, you know what? That's interesting that, that I always, I'm a Raiders fan. I know I'm not sure how it happened, but it's, it's true. And it's been that way since I've been five, but I always try to kind of avoid Raiders because I, I don't want to, I don't want to, first of all, they've sucked for a long time. And they really haven't had any stars. I mean, now obviously they got Waller and, you know, to a lesser extent Jacobs. But, you know, it's like there's there's no reason for me to want to invest or cross-pollinate my fandom with my team. So I try to avoid them. Um, but I'm going to have one more point of view here that's going to bring it back to the very first thing we talked about. And that okay. is the, the new, uh, and I would not say improved at all, but the new emphasis on taunting in the league is really it's disappointing because on one hand the football is so much funner with it's clear that fans make the sport if you don't have fans in the stands it's not nearly as fun it doesn't play as well on tv it's just a different sport with and without fans so that's great but for some reason the national football league finds it necessary to want to control every fucking pubic hair on the ball sack of every single player and team. And it's so annoying because it's, they're just, in some cases it's literally just celebrating a good play, having fun. And I feel like it's such an injustice. It's almost in the (laughs) same way that somebody, you know, would take some good natured ribbing as taunting and want to throw a flag on anyone doing it. And I feel like everyone's just got to lighten up a little bit and let the game happen. That's what happens when you're playing sports when you're 240 and you can run a four fucking four and you hit somebody else, you score a touchdown, guess what? You're going to get excited. You're going to spin the ball. You might jump around. And if they think they can stop that, then they're fucking crazy. Yeah. NFL, no fun league. And it's, you know, it all, it's like anything. Though. They, they put a point of an emphasis on something and they overdo it on purpose. And then they bring it back to the median. So right now, last week was the overdoing it. Yes. Next week, it won't be as bad. But um, along those lines of, of over-authoritarian NFL stuff, yep. uh, it is my 20th anniversary this week, and tomorrow I'm going to the Black Point Inn with my yes. wife. And I'm not sure if you know this, but on Black Point, there is a summer home owned by one Roger Goodell. Oh, and uh, Molly, my wife, asked me what uh, I want for my 20th anniversary, and I said, all I want is for you to be look out for me while I take a humongous shit on his front steps. So we'll see if we can get that done. That, that is awesome. And you know what? 
I'm sure that's the answer she was hoping for. Um, it was so romantic. When she, yeah. <laughs> well, first and foremost, happy anniversary. 20 years is no small task. Um, Thank you. It, it's, no one's it's, more surprised than me. That's, that's impressive. And I hope that you get your wish. I hope that you are able to give Roger a present. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if anybody can be a lookout, it's your wife. So that's great. And uh, again, yep. Ugly Child, thank you for joining us. We've covered a lot of ground. We've answered a lot of questions. We've solved a lot of world issues here. We've, we've, uh, we've shown that somebody is lying about getting eaten by a whale. We've made sure that nobody has hurt feelings. We've talked about, you know, baby wipes and are they in a bag? Are they not in a bag? Are they home? I mean, all the important stuff we covered it here, and you were a big part of that. So I really appreciate you being on the show again. Well, it was my pleasure, and, and I think we did wrap it all the way back around because I will be bringing baby wipes um, after I take care of Mr. Goodell's front step. <laughs> That's perfect. Hey, and uh, let's hear it for Ugly Child. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Adios.